Yo, what's up, what's up, Dumelang? Uh, good morning, everybody. We just came from a very exciting uh, heritage weekend. Uh, but today is not very exciting, I think, for many people. Uh, the people of the Western Cape are suffering uh, terrible weather there. Um, ourselves, too. You know, it's, it's very cold. So, uh, but we like to keep high spirits. So that's why we say good morning. Um, today, we are going to be engaging with a with 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 you know with a very rare breed of young people uh, we don't we don't see many young people being you know being in the space of a, you know analyzing the you know the 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 happenings in our country and uh, today we've got riboni um, and i am with my brother still uh, um, uh, le, le, le bona, le bona, le bona uh, you know, I, I, I almost always, you know, uh, try to replace your, your surname, uh, le, bon, uh, le bona with, you know, the, the, the first letter there with an S because I've got I've some history with it. Um, anyway, Riboni, what, what you are doing here with the, with the current review is not necessarily an interview, uh, but an engagement um, with with people we think are, are about you know, our age, our peers um, around the current topical issues, because we're trying to move away from the sense that politics has always been, or analysis of politics or analysis of things that happen in the country has always been, you know, the terrain of the elderly. Um, we we you know we want to become more engaged with these things. So therefore, we're not conducting an interview necessarily with you. But we want to engage with you, like you know, want to get the perspective of, of a, of you know, of somebody uh, such as yourself as we conversate. Uh, so there's there's a few things that we'll be touching on. Uh, the first of these would be the you know the the the, the water situation uh, in most parts of the country uh, arising from the you know from from you know, from the disastrous recent past around the cholera outbreak in in the Tswane area and some parts of the country. Uh, we'll be touching on the, you know, the implications of, you know, the the EFF stu uh, student uh, school chapter uh, winning SRC elections. Does that necessarily relate to like a broader societal, uh, you know, outlook towards the next year's general elections? Uh, you know, we'll be talking about the 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 UN General Assembly, which is uh, which is uh, which is taking place uh, right now, uh, will be will be talking about like a variety of these things, and I'm sure like these are things that you've kept your you know your your your, your radar on uh, because I'm I know that you, you know you 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 keep your 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 mind and your heart and your eyes where where things matter. Uh, Lebona, do you perhaps maybe want to start with this conversation in terms? of uh, the, 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 uh, the topics that you've outlined. Your microphone is off. Okay, my apologies. Good morning to you, my brother. Uh, good, good morning, morning to our viewers. And good morning to uh, our fellow Robert Dao. And also, today's Tuesday. Uh, it's, it's coming from a long weekend like you have highlighted earlier on um today we're going to have a brief uh, but informative discussions uh, amongst others we're going to discuss uh, 
various issues uh, we've seen. President Cyril Ramaphosa has given a special investigation unit an authorization to investigate the contract which was awarded to controversial businessman Edwin Sodi. We'll remember the 295 uh, million contract uh, from uh, Tswane Metro Municipality. President Cyril Ramaphosa has given SIU authorization to investigate that contract, uh, which was awarded to Edwin Sodi's co uh, company. And also, we're going to discuss the consistent success of uh, EFF Student Command uh, Student Wing. We've seen in, 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 in past few days, they've won uh, SRC elections in many universities across the the nation. So we're going to discuss that and, uh, uh, you know, see uh, how are they uh, how are they getting it right? Because uh, the POA structures, they're not there, they are, they are losing. So it's one of the issues that we're going to discuss. And also we're going to discuss the Heritage Day and the Kinshaka Day. Many people, they have different views about that as to uh, which one should be celebrated? Should we celebrate Heritage Day or should we celebrate Kinshaka uh, uh, Day? And also, I apologize. And also, we're going to to discuss the uh, um, the seventy eighth session of United Nations General Assembly that will take place uh, uh, at United Nations headquarters in New York, because many people believe that the uh, UN General Assembly provides an opportunity for countries to discuss and address global challenges such as climate change, human rights, and international security, as well as sustainability development, sustainable development. And also, the other issue that we're going to discuss is we've seen that Dr. Mbuzenin Rose, uh, who's EFF member of parliament, has won a defamation uh, rape case against him. Uh, remember previously he was accused of 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 of, of a rape. Then we've seen that the outcomes of the court indicated that uh, he is innocent, uh, and as a result, um, he he sued the person who accused him of of of, of that of such allegations. And the other thing that we're going to discuss is EFF motion of no confidence against Free State Premier Mkolesi Dukwana. Uh, remember earlier this year during the funeral of uh, the late Free State MEC of Education, uh, MEC in Tate it was reported that the provincial government used uh, 3.5 million for, for the burial of, of, of Tate Mahwe. So the EFF has submitted motion of no confidence uh, at the Free State Legislature. We'll see how that goes. And also, uh, the last issue which is interesting that we're going to discuss is the ANC response. On the ongoing media reports concerning much having executive mayor Tando Tolokalipa. Uh, we've seen uh, last week uh, uh, court uh, gave uh, service providers an authority to attach municipal assets because service providers took municipality to court after they claimed that uh, municipality is refusing to pay for the services that they rendered in that municipality. So we've seen uh, also mayor was accused of, or uh, there's also. Uh, allegations of corruption against the mayor. We'll, we'll see what will be or what will the ANC says about that. We are yet to hear the ANC's perspective, which is the party that deployed Tandutolo uh, Kalipa in that municipality. So as the week goes and as the week unfolds, we'll see 
Will the ANC respond to that? Uh, we are yet to hear the ANC's perspective on that matter. Those are the issues that we're going to discuss and many others uh, today in our show, in our third episode of The Current View. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lebona. Now, Reboni Town, the, you know, the, 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 the issue with the, with the SIU uh, proclamation um, into, into, you know, the investigation being involved in quite a number of, uh, of, of this kind of contracts, which is not complete. The other one being, you know, the, 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 the one in Paris, uh, the, the prison which uh, you know was not also was also not completed uh, you know uh, uh, you know being built there do you think we'll ever see results or mr 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 Sodi being you know being prosecuted successfully for this kind of things and not necessarily oh, yeah. just, but all the all the you know all the all the contractors that and you know that are that are that you know that get involved in projects that they do not finish, or they you know they they have shoddy work you know around those kind of contracts. Uh, good morning to you, and good morning um, to the viewers who are following from different um, social media accounts. I think the issue of Haman's Krala, while yes, we know that the president you know has issued um, a, a proclamation on the SIU to investigate what has happened, yeah. the tender, but. It's unfortunate that you to this current event where people died. Amanskral has always had a problem of water. I can tell you if you have interacted with people from Amanskral who grew, who were born in Amanskral, who let's say they're in their 40s, you even check their teeth. They tell you a story of the crisis of the water in Amanskral. So this problem of water in Amanskral did not start even now after Sudi getting the tender, as it is alleged. It has always been there, uh, even under the ANC-led government. Um, we can go to even the Kian Water Project, which we know that up to now, uh, it has gone over 1 billion, that water project. But when it started, it was not even close to 1 billion. Uh, even now, it's still not yet resolved. There's still crisis. You know, there's a new minister, Sinzom Kuhn, we have seen him go to Kiane, and Every time the service provider is involved, because if you are taking your bill to one billion, that money is because of service product providers. I remember, for an example, even in the Giani project, you know, um, those who were subcontracted were not even being paid, so they were saying tools down. You know, um, I even wrote a few an article actually a few years back, and when I looked at the, the water crisis in South Africa, you can go to even Guagua, because I think I made reference to Guagua in the free state in that article. I made reference to um, what is known today as Makanda. Makanda has got a serious water crisis in that uh, in that community, which um, we saw even the court. You know, a few years back, um, I was doing some research and trying to understand the communist part of China, you know, how it operates. Even business people, who we could say probably are members of the Communist Party, they go through political school so that they have the moral and ethics, you know, when it comes to business. And in South Africa, the, those business people who are associated with a certain, alleged, I mean, there's always been allegations of people being associated with politicians. They are there just to make money. They don't have that revolutionary conscience, you know. 
and how to do they conduct business in terms of delivering on time um but also making sure that even the prices you know they don't escalate the prices you know um, i mean we know that for an example uh, the same sword it's got a court case with the expelled secretary general of the nc who has started recently formed his own political party um going to the 2024 uh, general election so it will be very interesting you know that uh, this Saudi character who's there's been allegations of him also having a relationship by the way with uh, the deputy president of the ANC we've read in some of the media houses you know in the past few weeks you know uh, articles coming around the lifestyle of the deputy president of the ANC so there's a lot of things that are really disturbing you know that uh, South Africans in general have to be subjected to ANC internal politics. This and, and service delivery. Sort of, uh, you are also, I think you, you, you are saying one of the things that can be blamed is lack of revolutionary consciousness around, uh, you know, with contractors in particular, but I suppose that, gen that, that extends to society in general. Do you think we, we are too late to try and inculcate the, the sort of ethos that the the communist party of china inculcates in society for you know you know for business people in particular who uh, conduct such important work that has a direct impact on on the on the quality of life of the people you know where we are as a nation it's a it's a sad um situation you know and it will need strong men and strong women you know who are brave also to say this is where we're taking the country. But when you look at the current uh, leadership across different political parties, the question is that do we have such in this country? Because the problem that we have, it's lifestyle. It's, uh, we have leaders who are preoccupied with Gucci's and Louis Vuitton's and vis-a-vis if we, you know, sorry. we're still sorry. waiting to see. We're still waiting to see if President Ramaphosa is going to do a lifestyle audit on his own cabinet. Because <laughs> 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 things they, they have to do with the lifestyle audit because people are living beyond um, their means. You know, vis-a-vis -vis their salary, vis-a-vis -vis their monthly expenses, and vis-a-vis -vis the lifestyle that they live. So it needs people who are not preoccupied by opulence, but people who understand the revolution. Yeah. Uh, Bona, wanna sneak in mm -hmm. Yes, and also I'd, I'd like to you, you when you look at to I know Ribon discussed the the this issue of SIU. Um, 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 I, I want to ask you, Ribon, do you think it's 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 uh, appropriate for 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 so it to be investigated alone. I mean, there, there are a lot of contracts that were awarded illegally. What is your view about that? Do, do you think uh, SIU is doing justice to investigate him alone? I know there are other cases that have been, that are under investigation at the moment, but uh, we can, one can say they are ignored. Uh, what is your view about that? You see, that's why when I spoke about this in the beginning, I made reference to the Guyana Water Project. I made reference to Guadalajara Water Crisis. I've made reference to Makanda uh, Water Crisis. Not react and wait for people to die 
you know, so that it becomes a because now it's a crime scene because people have died, you know. So if people don't die, then it's okay. Like look at the Ghana project when it started, and where it is today, over a billion rand has been spent, and that project is still not yet finished. You know, uh, it's it's so unfortunate, you know, that uh, people of Ghana have to suffer in the manner that they are suffering. You know, people of uh, towns like in Kwagwe have to suffer in the way that they are suffering. So, and and you see. Why also, on the other hand, you have the issue of uh, climate change, which is going to have an impact on the water, you know, crisis in this country. So we need a government that is really um, going to be decisive and not be factional when it deals with issues of corruption. Okay, Raboni, while we're at that, uh, do you think it is still relevant for government to issue tenders or government supposed to hire permanent uh, employees who will do or who will work on these projects because it seems like uh, this issue of tenders of projects it becomes a problem because uh, it's either you'll find a corruption uh, as occurred there or on the other hand some of the projects are not complete so what do you think it will be the best strategy uh, that government should implement in order to avoid these kind of things, the corruption, the incomplete projects, and so forth and so on. What, what, what do you think it is the relevant or the, 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 the good strategy that can be implemented by the government in order to avoid uh, these things to happen? So the, I'm talking about corruption, incomplete projects, and others. You know, um, I think it was last week I was listening to the news and the Minister of Public Works, Sitlizigalal, uh, was in Northwest. He was nearly attacked by service providers, those ones of the tenders, which is very unfortunate. And he had to flee the place wherever he was. It was in Greece or wherever that it was a meeting. Um, you know, we have what we call the National Youth Service. A few years back, uh, with uh, a friend who, uh, who is now a minister, who actually writing that document, uh, the National Youth Service. And we are arguing that this document, National Youth Service must be placed at the Department of Defense, because Department of Defense has got the infrastructure to host the National Youth Service. It goes back to what you are saying. Then you'll have plumbers, you know, you'll have different youth, you know, um, being given different skills, you know, um, so that there's no need for certain projects to actually have tenders, you know. You can have young people. I mean, if you look at the youth unemployment in this country, with that project of uh, youth service, instead of this nonsense of EPWP, of people picking up papers, you're not getting any skill there, you know. Because with this youth service, then you can even get a certificate, you know, um, there's issues of like, for example, potholes. There's a lot of problems in this country uh, and, and a lot of young people who need the skills. And if you in-house this as, as uh, defense, working with public works, there's a lot of things that um, the government can do, but also fighting the high unemployment rate amongst young people, giving them the skills, making sure that they're certificated, because some, when they leave there, they can do that thing for a year. After that, 
they can establish themselves and start even to work in communities outside of working for government, but even within private sector, you know, um, developing a country. And that's what we are we're lacking right now, that uh, developmental country. And 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 Riboni, I I want to link this to to one of the of the suggested topics that we're going to have here. Uh, the, there was, I think, last week, um, a motion of no confidence against the the Free State Premier, sponsored by the EFF, uh, relating to the funeral cost of uh, the late MEC Tate uh, Mahwe. Um, you know, uh, now. I want to link it to this discussion in this way that in you know in, for for you know political parties must also have a responsibility to uh, take government into account uh, not necessarily by grandstanding you know because uh, i'm you know i'm trying to suggest that if 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 for example uh, a political party says there is injustice in a, you know in Swani against the people uh, of amanskral uh, in particular because of water issues. Uh, the motion of no confidence must therefore be passed against this government that is failing to give people water. Uh, not necessarily this kind of, uh, of, of, of motions that, that are related to, you know, sometimes to what some can call grandstanding, you know? Um, do, do you think that that uh, sort of uh, approach can make sense? Um, I mean, we need you know accountability and transparency and i mean i, I like when you make reference to the issue of Hamas crowd and as i said earlier on you know the nc had been in government until 2016 when they lost in those elections mm. and the water crisis was still there under the nc-led government and only now when people die you have the nc now being the voice of reason and wanting to talk bad of how the da coalition is so bad for the people of Hamas crowd when the secretary of the ANC in Tswane is actually born and bred in Hamaskran. He knows, knows he, he knows this problem. But people play politics, you know, and that's the unfortunate part. Um, but we need, yes, um, a vibrant, uh, whether legislature, vibrant council, um, the parliament itself, you know, where leaders are held accountable. But also those who are holding people accountable must be honest themselves, you know, and not just do this as you say by grandstanding because they want um, votes and so forth. They must really uh, be genuine about these issues because, I mean, if you look at this, even this coalition uh, arrangements that are taking place, like for example, you come to Johannesburg, the EFF is in coalition with the with the ANC. You get me? Then you go to Free State. Uh, there's then fights like there's no consistency. It's like uh, when you choose this grouping, things happen like this. You know, it's not really about the people. You know, it's not about um, making people to account um, for the, the the wrongdoings. I've not followed in detail um, the 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 issue of the funeral, but what I know, where it's not actual money that is allocated in most cases different departments will then make a certain contribution. Maybe I'll give an example. The Department of Public Works will say, okay, we'll give toilets and maybe catering. This department will do this, you know, and so forth. Because I remember with the, 
death of this famous musician from KZN, Pilipsodum was a late husband. There was an issue around that time. And I remember then they had to unpack it. That Actually, uh, the municipality of Etewini contributed with this and this and that. So I've not followed in detail in terms of um, the late um, MEC's funeral. What is it that in terms of the finer details, what was contributed um, that, because yes, we'll get the figure out in the public domain, but there's also finer details. Like any budget, it's got what we call a detailed budget, you know? Yeah. So then we'll have to know in terms of the detail vis-a-vis -vis yeah. if the, I mean, we know all the Mandela's funeral, how money was looted, you know? <laughs> so those are some of the things, you know, that uh, one will have to really go deep and check if, uh, prices were taken up you know unnecessary you know by those who were service providers but also it goes back to what we we're saying earlier on about government doing things for themselves and stop outsourcing because when you outsource you are spending a lot of money which is not um, necessary this three codes argument because sometimes you can get one person to bring three codes with the different prices and you know that okay this is what we're going for you know um i i think i think you are right because you know funeral services of uh, such uh, important people they tend to attract a lot of people so services uh, provided for those kind of funeral services may 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 of course you know be to an extent where uh, when a figure is mentioned you you immediately think that wow that that is massive for a funeral not considering you know the the scale and the 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 you know the the scope necessarily of the services that you know need to be provided uh maybe Libana, you want to come in there uh, uh, you know because i i do think that you know 3.6 million uh for a funeral service uh taking into account the, the the number of services and the people who attended the funeral service you know uh, it, it may not necessarily be 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 an extreme uh you know uh figure uh, but I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, what I've, I've I've noticed in the in the in the past three three, uh, this is three point three point five million. It's it's partially quite a lot. Uh, first, we need to establish uh, what was it for. Uh, was it necessary? Because those are, those are the things that uh, an ordinary citizen would ask uh, themselves: that uh, why 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 did the government spend on a on a on a on a, on a single funeral? You know, because at the end of the day, we are living in a country where high unemployment rate is it's very high, and and when you look into that that they, they, they spent such amount of money on 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 a single funeral that money could have done uh, certain things you know it's it's, it's quite a lot but uh, people will have different views about it uh, they will say no these are the cost for for the funeral this is how we we we, we came to 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 the total uh, amount of of that money but it's still a lot you know that's a that's my view it's, it's a lot of money but uh, we hope that 
uh, in in future this will not happen again because uh, we, we can't spend the government cannot spend so much money on a single funeral or else we have a lot of young people uh, who, who are living in poverty a lot of young people who are not working you know but on the other hand the government is continuing to spend uh, such amount of money on a single funeral is totally wrong and and and, and we, let's let's hope that these are the things that government will fix uh, in the near future so that uh, history doesn't repeat itself uh moving away from all the dark but things. can i come in there because that yeah. statement because yes. you must remember that uh, there's money that is allocated and certain money is not to it's not for while we note that the unemployment rate is high, right? Um, while we note that um, the economy is not doing well. But this, some of them, because they are, that's what I'm saying, that you need to go in, into detail and check which department contributed what in this 3.5 million. And because they, sometimes they don't even give hard cash from my, uh, when I even did research on that funeral of um, the late artist, um, or from the husband of Babes Odoom. This is money that you can't move it to create jobs. It's money that is allocated. But what we can say, they need to be considerate of uh, spending, but also with the public. For example, let's ask ourselves with the late uh, Prince Butelis, who, who got a category one of a state funeral. It's going to be more than this 3.5. Mm. So, so we, we really need to sometimes remember that when budgets are located to different departments, uh, not everything is to create jobs. Our biggest problem actually even in this country is the wage bill is too high. Mm. Most of the money goes to salaries, mm. more than even implementing in terms of service delivery. That is the biggest problem. Um, and once uh, we can sort out the wage bill, and the ghost workers that we, we are aware of, allegations that have been made, even in the same province of Free State, uh, there were allegations of ghost workers, even at some point, I 